Our first looks coverage is proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. Get your next laptop, tablet, Xbox, and more by going to firstlooks.tv slash Microsoft. And actually, we have a familiar shirt sitting next to us. Indeed this we is do. Team Wild, but this yes. is someone a little bit different. Can you please introduce yes. yourself for us? Hi, um, my name is Hannah Spivey, and I am acting as the youth mentor of Team Wild. So you're a mentor, and yes. you're also an alumni? Yes, I am an alumni. I competed when I was in middle school with Marshall Middle School on Team Fire. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about being on the team before and now mentoring the team? Um, it's definitely a different experience. You know, the competition itself hasn't changed that much as far as just um, what the basic challenges are sure. and what is the basic um, expectation of the competitors. But every year it's nice to see a different board, mm -hmm. uh, different ideas as far as the project goes. Um, it's very interesting to go from being very much in the middle of the action and having to stress about making sh personally stress that your actions are out there going, whereas now I have a group of boys that I have to stress that their actions are <laughs> going to go well, <laughs> yeah. which is definitely a, it's still a little stressful, but it's a different kind of stress. And sure. it, they're both good as long as they're not carried away, which, um, you know, I tried never to let that happen. I don't let it happen here. So now I go from the one who was encouraged to the encouraging one, which is okay. really nice to do. That's awesome. And when were you on this team? Um, team Fire? Yeah, yeah. I was on it in, from 6th through 8th grade. So um, it would have been from, I believe, around 2011 to around actually competing 2013-14. But okay. then I stayed on and continued to mentor the year after I went into high school with them. Okay. It, but their um, team kind of has not competed recently, so I haven't been doing much with them since. But gotcha. But now you're involved yes. with this team, yes. and you're bringing all the stuff you learned as a team member in the past to to some new students. Yes, absolutely. As a mentor and an alumni. Yes. That's fantastic. It's cool. It's definitely fun. I missed being back here, and it was a couple years there, and it's so nice to be back and see all what's going sure. on still. So why would you say that you volunteer? Um, I volunteer because, you know, first in this competition meant a lot to me. When I was in middle school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea, like, as far as career-wise or sure. as far as... Um, just even extracurricular activities, I just kind of did everything. And then I got an invitation as a sixth grader. They normally only let seventh and eighth graders, but they wanted a couple of sixth graders to kind of build up and mentor for seventh and eighth grade year to sure. apply for the robotics team. So I did, and it set me on, this competition is kind of what set me on the track to deciding I wanted to pursue higher education in engineering. It's why I switched from my zoned high school and now I go to school in a different county than what I live in, just so that oh, I can go to an wow. engineering academy. Wow. Where do you go to school? Yes, I go to school at the Central Florida Aerospace Academy. Okay. Ooh, that's yes. awesome. It's very interesting. And I, I can think it all back to this. Like, this is what encouraged me and inspired me to continue on that track. So you would say that would be your inspiration for volunteering? Yeah, so I want to be able to help kids who maybe they don't always know or maybe they have that interest, and I want to show them just the type of opportunities that this competition can offer sure. them. Awesome. Danielle has a very similar mm -hmm. yeah, story. Definitely. She didn't know what she wanted to do yeah. before she joined first. And now she's, after being afraid of software, at least, <laughs> at least once, uh, yeah. she's now a software engineer awesome. with a focus on cybersecurity. So yeah. not even just software, but heavy math, too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> studying at uh, Florida Polytechnic University in Lakeland. Yes, I so know where that is. Yeah. So that's where I go. I'm a junior currently. So, yeah. uh, What year are you? I'm a senior in high school. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. So, so in your time volunteering, either 
with the team or if you volunteered at events, what's probably your favorite thing, your, your favorite moment from volunteering? Um, my favorite thing, I was always a bit more of like the robot technical person on the team. Okay. So my personal favorite is when I see the boys finally get that rut, that mission that's been giving them trouble and just seeing, because they've been so disappointed about something because they just can't get it to work and seeing that moment where a kid's face just lights up uh -huh. because it finally works and they finally got it and all that hard work and effort pays off for them. That's really a nice moment. That kind of, that just happened for us on our last run. Okay. They got the perfect run that they had been looking for Aww. all season so just they were all so happy and that's just great to see that's awesome yeah. it, it, it's great to see that like when when the the suggestions and the the answers to questions mm -hmm. all comes together oh, in yeah. like when they are cheering they're so excited yeah, yeah. that's makes it all worth it and have you personally been to this competition before um, this competition, I have been to um, other FLL events. This specific one, I don't believe I have. Okay. This, this is your first time here at this competition? Yes, at this competition it is. I went to, um, there. things were structured a little bit differently when I did it. There was yeah. a bit of a restructuring. So um, as far as going through the competition, um, the levels in, under this new, newer structure, this is the first year I've gone through this. Fair enough. Okay. And how do you like it? Uh, I love it. I think it really judges the kids based off their merit uh, because, you know, some contests that you do, it's kind of more luck-based, whereas this one I really feel it forces the kids to be well-rounded and it yeah. forces them to consider all aspects of the engineering design process and the teamwork. Which we were talking so, about earlier. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good way to get them very exposed to multiple types of ideas and multiple types of experiences rather than just... You, this is a robot competition, focus on your robot table. Uh, but no, it really encourages them to broaden their horizons a bit, which I really enjoy about it. Because like first says, it's more than robots. It is more than it's, robots, yes. It's a, a research project, and yes. it's learning all about the human water cycle yes. and things that water and robots generally don't mix. mix yeah. And so <laughs> first figured out, you know, first How tech challenge has wanted a a water competition mm -hmm. for years, that's not going to happen, but at least they did figure out how to, to implement it here. How to implement yeah. water into the into the game and in a really fascinating way. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. You know, there are a lot of ways that I think that people don't always realize that technology has a place in. Mm -hmm. So um, I think something like this is also teaching them in a real world sense that technology and robotics reaches further than maybe previously thought or sure. expected. So being a mentor, how do you think you prepared these students to get to this point today? Um, prepare, it's a lot of just trying to um, prepare them for any possible situation, really. Like you tell them, okay, if it goes good, that's great, we're set. And if it doesn't go good, that's going to be okay because there are other parts of the competition. There are other parts to think of. I tend to mentor a bit more on um, the programming build side just because I specialized in that a bit more when I was a competitor. Fair enough. But um, I definitely do just try to be a very encouraging figure where if they're frustrated with something or if they're um, not getting it, I just try to either give them a tip. I don't give them the answer. I just sure. try to say maybe here's a new type of idea you can try or have you thought about this instead try of that? Try exploring this. Try to explore. I want them to yeah. get to the conclusion on their own. Yeah. So sometimes that's hard. Sometimes but you're you giving them the like tools <laughs> to get yes, there. Yes, I want to give them it tools to get there. It can be very difficult. I have, I have mentored a couple of teams, including a First Tech Challenge team, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes, sometimes very difficult to not say, well, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. It's, 
Yeah, it can be. Have this is better. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> have you thought about exploring this kind of sensor? Yeah. Not go put this sensor on the front of the thing and you'll be good to go. Have, have you thought about using an infrared sensor? Yeah, or sometimes it's like, hey, there's there are these black lines on the board. Do you think that there's a way you can incorporate that into the programming yep. or something like that? You know, just exactly. trying to be like, you don't want to say, hey, use the color sensor yeah. to sense the black line and Fo use it. But Follow the black line yes. to the color sensor. Yes. So <laughs> definitely hard to balance yeah. as far as wanting to still be involved, but... You gotta. You have to realize that it's their competition. They're yep. the ones learning. You're not helping them by just telling them right. what the answer is. But, that's awesome. But pointing them, pointing down them the, the right, right direction. Path yes, that's fine. So that they can they can follow it themselves to an answer. Yes. is yeah. the thing. Yeah. And that definitely prepared them for today. Obviously. Oh yeah. That's that's how I just try to do it. I just try to see. You know, sometimes I have to co cooperate with them because I don't always know what the best solution is. So we have to just talk together. Is what sure. we all think. They've had ideas that I never thought of. And I've had suggestions that they never thought of. So it's a very give-and-take type relationship. You have to respect each other and mutually arrive at a consensus of everybody and sure. what everyone feels comfortable with. Sure. I, I can say, having, having had uh, uh, interns mm -hmm. work for me, that the thing that's interesting about working with inexperienced is yeah. that they don't know what things are bad ideas yet. Yeah. <laughs> and so they come up with ideas that you may have already ruled out as a possibility yeah. because it's a bad idea. But it, but that was, it was a bad idea a long time ago. It, yeah. Technology's changed since then. Maybe today it's not a bad idea, but it's so ingrained in your head that it's a bad idea. They don't come even up with go down that path. Yeah, that your brain can't even go that way. And when they yeah. pitch it, your first thought is, get out of no. here. But it turns out it's a great oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. She, She's done that to me yeah. at yeah. least once. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely, that used to happen with me and my coaches because, uh, like, I was in the team right around the time that, like, EV3s and color sensors were starting to become a thing. And so we had some sort of competition. It wasn't FLL, but it was something else. And they, um, we had to. S one of the options to complete the thing was to sense a line. And we had always had problems in the past sure. with the light sensor, just uh -huh. because the sensitivity and light settings, all that. So yep. she was kind of maybe not the most encouraging of using a light sensor and sure. doing another thing. But I was like, but no, there's this color sensor thing. It kind of works like a light sensor, but it's different. So maybe we could try it and see how it works. And it ended up working fine just because, you know, she kind of had the perception that maybe it wasn't the best, but we could right. still try it. But it ended based up working on, much better. Yeah, based on really being cool. jaded about previous experiences and, and knowing that it didn't work. Yeah. 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 I, totally understand yeah i definitely have some i have my own hesitations about certain things sure. but then i've seen the boys actually make it work and i'm like okay yeah. great <laughs> good on you yeah i'm curious to see uh what kind of challenges have you faced personally throughout this process of being a mentor um one process one challenge that i had is time commitment sometimes because i'm a senior I take a lot of co extra college classes. Okay. I'm very busy with the extracurriculars. So uh, sometimes cutting out the time from something or something else can be hard to make sure that I'm there for them, which I've always been there for them if I could, unless there was just something that I couldn't avoid. Sure. So, uh, that's we'll end up with commitments that we can't get out of. Yeah, that's definitely been one of the harder things. Um, I do have a bit of a in in that my mom is the coach. So I get to, it, it's a little bit easier to... Um, 
kind of get the in and be involved with them because I can be involved through her even if sure. I can't be there physically. Sure. So um, that definitely helps. But um, yeah, I definitely say just sometimes the time commitment can be a little difficult, and especially on competition days when you have eight plus hours yeah. on a weekend. You know, that can be a huge commitment. I've been sitting up in the stands above the pits doing college work on my phone just because <laughs> that's how it works out. So, but I always try to make sure I'm here for them regardless of what happens. That's awesome. That's great. That's, that's really great. So, you're a high school senior. Yes. What are your plans after you graduate? Uh, well, I've applied and been accepted to UCF and FSU. Okay. And I am waiting to hear back from University of Pennsylvania. Um, as far as what I end up doing is a little bit trickier because um, I have a general idea of what I want to do, but it depends on which programs because I've applied to specific programs of some universities. Sure. And if I get accepted into just general admissions or program-specific admissions. So, uh, but the idea is that I would love to do something. Um, I love like graphic arts and 3D um, special effects, technical okay. arts, that type of thing. So I would love to um, eat, uh, get some sort of degree in that, but I'd also like to double major in computer science and some okay. type of software. Awesome. Kind of like yep. you, yeah. Uh -huh. You mentioned a couple of schools. Which one is your first choice school? Um, if I get accepted, first choice would be University of Pennsylvania. That's the one I haven't been accepted into yet. But um, the second contender as far as what's probably going to be the best option would be UCF. Okay. But um, that's not to discount FSU in any way. That's also still very heavily. It's mm -hmm. just waiting to see where all the chips lie at the end of all the scholarships coming in, time, and, uh, and, and distance which, travel. And which programs within, which, programs, yes. with, which college within a university you yes. might get accepted into. Yeah. Just sure. So that's the current list, but depending on where the chips fall in the future, it can change. A lot of variables. Yes, a lot of variables. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come talk to us. No problem. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. And uh, good luck to your team Thank in the you. competition. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.